In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Welcome to the Call by God podcast. I'm your host, uh, Brother Nick, and I'm here with my sister, my little sister. She's not little anymore. Sister Curry, Sister Taleria Curry. How you doing, Sister Taleria Curry? Hola. <laughs> Hola. You speak <laughs> Spanish now? Or are you just practicing? Just practicing. Just practicing. <laughs> um, so um, as you already know, Adney and I are doing something different. We decided to have devotions with our family. Um, I think the first devotion I had with a family member was with, with my um, daughter. It was episode 109. Um, it was daddy and daughter devotion. So this one is going to be uh, brother and sister devotion. How do you feel about that? It's exciting. I mean, we talk all the time. I know, right? It's just that they're not, it's not recorded. <laughs> That's the only difference. Right. And, and then every time we had have these conversations, I'm like, oh man, sis, I should have just, just pressed the record button. Record button. Yeah. We be having some good content, but this one is just, this one is just pretty much wasn't even planned. It was just yeah. like, hey, can you record? And you're like, mm -hmm. yeah. And we just press the record button. But I want to talk about Matthews 28, 19. Are you ready for that? You already know what it is. I already know. Yeah. So let's start. Let's start from 18. All right. So, and it reads, and Jesus came and spoke unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Uh, I like this scripture simply because... It deals with um, evangelism. I think uh, many years ago when you and I gave our lives to Christ and then we found joy and peace, salvation in the body of Christ, um, I think God wants 
And I, I don't think, but I know for, for a fact that God want his children, his saved children, to go ahead and do the same, to replicate uh, what he, what, what he uh, told his disciples to do. Because uh, Matthew 28, 18 um, through uh, 20, Jesus Christ was given his disciples instructions. But those same instructions even apply to us. And what I like about this is he talks about to go to all nations. So when we talk about all nations, I don't know if you ever came across those type of people, um, like Hebrew Israelites or or certain people that, or like a Jehovah Witness, they think that it's a certain group of people that's going to heaven. Or Hebrew Israelites, they think that they're the true children of Israel. And I always have to refute those type of arguments or those discussions because I look at it like Jesus came for all nations, all of humanity. But anyways, what are your thoughts on uh, Matthews 28, 19 and 20? Well, actually 18, 19, 20. I mean, I can definitely agree with you with everything that you said as far as like, well, we have the people saying that we're the true Jewish community and we're the true Israelites. And you know what? My first question to that is that, are you agreeing that our ancestors put the Lord um, on the cross? Well, people don't really like to answer that part, but they want to take the name and say that we are the Jews and the name was taken away from us and we're the real Jews. So if, if we are the real Jews, then that's saying that our ancestors were the ones that gave the Lord um, to the Romans. But as far as like what the Lord left behind for us, as far as like specific instructions, I actually love that. I love um, verse 19. He says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Not, you know, not putting any limit to no race and no nation, but all nations and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yep, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So, and then he leaves this um, encouragement. He says, and I will I will be with you even until the very end of age. So I think that's really, uh, it's like, it's crazy to have like specific instructions. Like, go, you know, go and do this. And then here's some more encouragement. While you're doing this, I will be with you always. So that's also encouraging, knowing that while you're going out to do this, that the Lord is with you, even to the very end. And they followed um, the instructions as well, because if we fast forward to Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit came upon those people there in Jerusalem, and Peter started preaching, and yeah, over 3,000 souls were saved, according to... I mean, of course, they got baptized, according to Acts 2.38. Uh, but I think that they had some kind of excitement. You know, like when, you, when you're when you saved, you want people to have that same joy that you have. You you remember that feeling when, when you got baptized or you got filled with the Holy Spirit? Like, you, you know, when you're in darkness and, and God changed you, by via uh, baptism or salvation, it's like you find a renewed joy and and peace, and you want people to have that same thing. When I mean you, I mean in general sense. Like I, I, I want people to have 
what I have or what other Christians supposed to have, which is joy, peace, and all those fruits of the spirits. And, and sometimes in the world that we live in now, sometimes when you're trying to share the gospel with people and they reject it, like, how do you feel about that? Like, we know the instructions that God gave his disciples and all people. But what are, like, what, what are some, let me just put it this way. What are some tactics or, or some things that you do to bring people closer to Christ? I think primarily it's just being an example and sharing your testimony. Because once somebody hears your testimony, they're like, man, you know, it, it kind of encourages them to say, like, if you can go through it or, or if you can be delivered from it, um, they believe that God can do it for them too. So I would say, like, the number one tactic is being an example and um, being authentic, too, because once people, like, they see the whole you, like, the whole 100%, they can understand, like, man, this person is really striving and persevering, but I know who they love and I know who they, you know, who they put first. That's also, like, a a really good tactic to, to like, so, so that people could see that you don't have to give up. You know, like the enemy is so dark at you and attacks, but although you go through these, 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 this roller coaster and all that, God's with you and just keep persevering. So those three things are very like, it encourages people to be, you know, sometimes they might, it may, it may, it may give them like a thought, like, man, you know, they may want to pick up their cross and start following Christ because you just encourage them by just the way that you live. So, in Proverbs eleven thirty says, "The fruit of the righteousness is a tree of life," and it ends by saying that, "And he that is, and he that when his souls is wise." And I think when we have the Holy Spirit and God commission us, because Matthew 28, uh, 18, 19, 20 is a great commission. Um, So when we talk about winning souls, it takes wisdom. So we have to pray to God for godly wisdom that God may touch the person heart, that God may give us an opportunity to talk to uh, someone about Christ or even be that example. Because sometimes you could be in an environment and while everything could be, um, you know, in chaos, but yet you're, you're keeping your composure. You, you have a sense of peace and someone may look at you. They may be like, man, why are you so calm? And then that could be, that could, you know, you could utilize that opportunity to share with them why you have that peace. So I think that that saying is true in Proverbs that he, that when it souls is wise, it takes a level degree of wisdom the power of God. And I always look at it like, it's not, we don't save people. Like it's God that saves people. But I think that we, we plant seeds. So we're just vessels where we're just, we just plant the seed. Um, Somebody else come back in water. And in the end it's God who, who does the increase. Cause I think about when I, the times that I got saved, how many people walked into me and they taught me about Jesus. So all God was doing, God was just using these individuals, to just plant the seed. And then in due season, I had like my aha moment. I was like, oh man, you know what? It's time. It's time for me to just wrap things up because my life was going in shambles. I was going in circles. My life had no meaning. You know, you're my sister, but um, I, I think people have to come to that understanding and realize that 
you could you you just can't just wake up with no purpose. You just can't just because um, there's more to life than just going to school, going to work, taking care of your family. I think people have to understand that there's a heavenly Father, a Creator, um, a God, Jesus, um, that's real and and loves them. So I think we just got to continue to do our efforts to to have a passion to to reach people and talk to them about Jesus. I think sometimes, like you said, we got to pick up our cross. We got to deny ourselves and pick up our cross. So, But I also believe that it takes wisdom too because when we step outside of four walls of our house, we can't look at bodies, but we got to look at souls. Amen. Because you know what you know what I think about? I think about when you got saved many years ago, God used you to bring a lot of people to Christ. Like you had a significant impact in the body of Christ and the enemy hated you because <laughs> you was going everywhere. And you were just sharing, and you used to do that. You still do that to this day, but you know when you were like newly in the body of Christ. I mean, man, you brought a lot of souls to Christ, and still do. Yeah. So now you just plant the seed, and you just let somebody else come back and water, and and in the end, God, God gonna give the increase. Um, I agree with you on that because it's just the way I came to the Lord. Remember. You spoke to me when I was 19 about Jesus Christ, and I didn't, I've heard about the Lord, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but I didn't really like know the gospel. But like, I actually heard the gospel at 19, and you kept praying for me when I left that time and rejected the gospel. And at the age of 22, I was able to be saved um, by the grace of God. So for those three years, God was working on me, you know, to bring me bring me into the fold so um just by me being saved i could see how you plant the seed god led you to plant the seed and in due time you know he watered it and then boom i was ready to be baptized by hearing like one sermon and i remember driving to the church and you didn't even say anything like you know how some people be like well are you ready to be baptized like you didn't even say anything so that was that was really cool to like, you know, like people don't be forcing people. It's like, hey, you know, you hear the word, you know, if it touches your heart and you're ready to be baptized or, you know, be saved and stuff like that. So eventually, you know, glory to God, I was able to obey the gospel. And um, I remember you telling me after that, you said, sis, um, start reading the, the, the gospels, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And the, like I read them, but the thing I could I would always hold on to glory, glory to God by the Holy Spirit. I would always hold on to go to all the world, uh, preach the gospel to every creature, and he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Like the Holy Spirit, like as a new baby Christ, I was always I would always keep that in my spirit. So I could have went to the store, to the park, anywhere I went, I had that to just tell people about the gospel. And that's how it all started. And I'm, I'm thankful and grateful. Thank you for, uh, you know, being available to lead me. Because I, I wouldn't have knew what to read. What to read. I probably would start reading Genesis. But yeah. I'm glad that I started with the, the gospel because it, it actually led me into, like, the will of God in my life, which is to go out to the world and, you know, tell other people about the gospel. Amen. That was great. Mm-hmm. Amen. All glory to God. 
Well, that concludes our episode. That concludes our devotion. I think this devotion was good. We ought to have more of these devotions. They're quick, fast. Um, it makes it, it just makes you reflect. It makes you think um, how far you have come and just how far we have come by the grace of God. So, all right, world. So until then, remember that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords. Be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.